What's up, fam? Thank you for tuning in. I am Complexity, and this is the Karma of It All podcast, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, support, and guidance in karmic, traumatic, and toxic relationship situations. guys thank you for tuning in i am so excited for the month of may is mental health awareness month and this month we are definitely going to get into toxic mothers our interviewees this month will be sharing their triumphing stories on how they healed from toxic and karmic motherhood situations with their mothers and with their selves. I'm so happy to share these interviews with you. Be sure to check them all out. There's going to be several throughout the month. So give a heads up. I love you all and thank you so much. We are all healing. And as always, each one teach one. Remain true to you. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Karma of It All, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic situations and relationships. Of course, you guys know me. I am Miss Complexity, also known as Karma. And we have been speaking today about toxic family and toxic family members. And I have on the line interviewing with us today, Miss Nicoletta. She is a psychologist and a therapist. She is a great woman and I truly love her energy. How are you doing, Miss Nicoletta? Hello, Karma. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm good. Thank you. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm yes, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Yeah. So, Nicoletta, can you tell us of a situation where you were dealing with toxic family? Of course, I can. Okay, I mean, <laughs> who hasn't dealt with that in life? I, I, I would be very surprised if I met someone that hasn't been through a toxic family situation. I think um, if I'm allowed to explain how I see it from my perspective as a psychologist and therapist, oh, yes, I, I, I think that in a way or another, Toxicity is present in our lives everywhere, but it doesn't have to manifest all the time. Now and again, when we go through stages where for a reason or another, we get a bit more stressed out or something happens, there is a lot of pressure going on, whether it's a physical illness or, or a mental illness or a work situation or anything really, um, something related to finances. People, when they um, live under pressure, they tend to lose control of, of their senses and, and they misbehave. So in my view, I'm a survivor of childhood trauma. I've been through domestic abuse when I was young. So with growing up with an alcoholic father, um, naturally I witnessed toxic situations because 
when you are a child, you know, you want to, to, to have an harmonious sort of environment. You want to go to school, come back and find a happy home. But then your parents somehow happen to be trapped into their own drama, mm. whatever that is. It could be drugs, it could be alcohol, it could be gambling. It could be that they just argue. They don't take substances or anything, but they just argue a lot. They can't find a way of communicating. They can't agree with things. So that kind of tense environment, in my experience now being through this uh, over two decades of, of working in the world of psychology and psychotherapy, I would say that has been a common experience for all my clients, for myself, for the people I, I meet, like friends, you know, other people in the neighborhood. Everyone would bring that kind of experience maybe the nuances are a little bit different not everyone is experiencing you know toxicity in the same way but if we agree that there is tension sometimes in our lives then that's what toxicity is for me it's a state when our our bodies are, are being intoxicated with with negative hormones like cortisol which is a stress hormone or adrenaline which is the fear hormone because under pressure, we tend to feel fearful. We tend to, to, to not really be ourselves. So mm. in a way, that's my experience. I don't know how other people have experienced life because obviously I, I can't talk to uh, close to 8 billion people. I don't know everyone's experience. But what's been, um, um, you know, my, my uh, experience is this, that everyone goes through some toxic situations in life. And I, the question is not if we go through that, but what do we do when they happen? Because I think that's where the key is in terms of our well-being and retaining a sense of aliveness and, and joy and well-being in life. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, I like how you spoke about um, parents and drug use and things like that. They're going through their own thing and we end up being the catalyst to their situation some kind yes. of way you know yeah um my father was a drug addict well he still is and it destroyed the family but it destroyed mm. him the most because he was all he is still stuck in his toxicity he's not tried to grow he hasn't tried to get out of it it just gotten worse so here we are 40 years later and it's still present for him He'll yes. be all right. Eventually, you either succumb to it or you grow out of it. Yes. So how did this affect you physically, mentally, and spiritually? Uh, Thank you all for your donations. Any amount was greatly appreciated. For those of you looking to donate to my podcast, please, by all means, visit the donation tab at www.bekarmaofitall.net. Any donations over $25 will receive my special Each One Teach One Tea. As always, I thank you all for your support. I am very open and, and I talk about this because I want to encourage people to really start their journey within, start getting to know themselves and heal and transform into the people that they want to be because all of this abuse or all of these situations when we live under pressure, when we live in toxicity, they somehow affect all parts of our beings. I feel that in a way the body absorbs a lot of tension. As I mentioned, there is a change in the in the endocrine system, in the, the way the hormones work in our body. 
because the nervous system feels under pressure a lot and sends, you know, all of these signals down into the other systems in the in the, in the organism. And then, of course, you don't have the dopamine and the serotonin and all of those good hormones that make you feel alive and make you feel enjoy life. And you, you rather tend to function in fear. And then, uh, obviously, the mind is contaminated as well because once you capture those images, those experiences that you see, you hear, you, you capture through all of your senses, you, without doubt, to remain with that kind of negative thinking, with that kind of, you know, unpleasant memory of, of what's just happened. And of course, you, you start to fear that that might be your norm, that may be your day-to-day -day life. And you're ruminating all of these worries in your, in your head. And, and when you live in a fearful state, that's not good for the body and the mind either. But on the other side, we also have a lot of impact on the soul, on, on, on that part of our being, which we can't see because it's not material, but we can feel. And that's the land of our emotions and feelings. This is where we actually experience life in a very intimate way. And if we are connected with ourselves, then we become aware of our emotions. And our emotions naturally would be of a negative sort of nature. They can't be positive when you, you, you know, when you live in a toxic, uh, pressurized environment. And then, because the body, mind, and soul have been affected, now you see all sorts of other side effects, sort of, uh, all sorts of other consequences. It affects our sleep, it affects our work, uh, our productivity and engagement with the, the, the you know, the social life. Um, we tend to withdraw a lot. We don't go out to, to meet our friends or to play, to enjoy life we are, if we are a little bit, uh, you know, younger. And of course, it affects our sex life, the way we think of ourselves, our self sense of self-worth, our confidence, our self-esteem. So it has a lot of impact. And I, I, I empower everyone to really start looking into this and stop being part of that toxicity. You see, as a young child, myself and my siblings, we didn't have a, a way out, to be honest. Mm. I lived in the early 70s. I was born in, you know, in 71, in a very communist Romania. I mean, that was the culture. Everyone is being, you know, somehow it happened to be born somewhere else in a different culture, in a different environment, and they had to go through whatever happen to be on their path. But as a child, you don't have much control over your life. And then in some cultures, you see the social services getting involved a little bit more, in other cultures, a, a little bit less. And then they are kind of limited in what they can do. And then we have researches that show that it, sometimes taking children from, from their families, even the, if they are abusive or they are not the most caring and loving environments, it impacts more on the children than putting them into a safe, uh, you know, care somewhere else because they miss that kind of, you know, holding family support on those times when there is not toxicity because it's unlikely that someone will actually experience toxicity continuously for 24 hours a day. You have that dynamic, you have that situation where things happen, you know, there is a little bit of tension, a little bit of intensity, and then... People somehow calm down, they eat, they watch movies, they go out, you know. So we need to acknowledge that toxic life is not a whole life. It's not an experience that starts and never ends. It just goes in peaks now and again, you know. And then toxicity obviously comes in our own relationships when we grow up. When? That's different. We now are 
are in more control and we can decide what we're going to do with with the circumstances of our lives if we want to take action or not because we can actually take action and we can change the situation now okay um with changing the situation now because that brings me to this question that i have for you with all the toxic talk my goodness (laughs) with all the toxicity that happens when we are children we grow up learning it um, and sometimes it becomes a generational thing where, okay, so someone's father was abusive, so now they're abusive as well. But yeah. if we, um, where we are at deciphering that it's not right compared to what we've been growing up with all our lives, how do we separate that? You know, how do we? actually handle that be- from becoming a total generational curse? Well, very, very, very smart question, Karma. I love it. I, I think it's spot on, your question, um, because when we are little, you see, we play a lot, we keep distracted. We have that environment where we are allowed to be joyful, to, to be playful, and just spend time with others, with our peers, so we can somehow remove ourselves from, from the situation. We don't have to handle it ourselves. We don't have to be there all the time. And although there is not much room for healing when we are children, that, that distraction, that, that space that we create between events, it, it's a good uh, sort of time to, to somehow maybe uh, disconnect from, from the pain that we're, we're mm. feeling naturally the problem is that because we are molded by the world that is unfolding in front of us whatever we experience in our families in our culture in our little uh, uh, worlds when we go to school and we are exposed to groups and communities that's the problem we learn by imitation and observation so whatever we've experienced we take it as being natural normal life and we replicate it ourselves and this is when we we could talk about transgenerational trauma a lot. Probably we could be here uh, 10 hours later. We will still be uh, talking about it because it's such a deep com- you know, and complex topic. That means that whatever our parents experienced, they passed on to us in ways that sometimes we can uh, see, we can remember, mm-hmm. but also through genetic uh, you know, memory, through evolutionary me- memory, and also through karmic memory now that we're coming closer to you know, the... the the, the the foundation of your podcast because right. everything is contributing to to how we become the people that we are and we learn to think and behave in the same ways as the people that we grew up around with you know have done it themselves and this is the problem because when we become adults we kind of replicate the same kind of dynamic and we become reactive in our relationships and very often we do the same things like our parents i mean although we are a different generation and we are exposed to some cultural changes. I'm, a, I'm a, in my 50s. I have a 32-year-old son. So I, could, I can see now that over the years, without knowing, I have passed on to him a lot of my own trauma, which is coming, obviously, from my parents, from my grandparents, and so on. For about 11 generations, we, mm. hear, we hear now from epigenetics that we actually capture everything. for, And our genes, our DNA remembers what our ancestors have lived and have experienced so this is very interesting because it's important to understand our life script and what's been given to us before we were born we already had a luggage 
if you feel as if you have been going through toxic situations that may have you feeling all out of sorts, if you feel as if you have been dealing with suicidal thoughts, schizophrenia, or bipolarism, log on to www.mhanational.org and get the help that you need. It is very discreet. No one needs to know your business, but we all would like for you to get help. This organization has been around since 1949 and has reaped great rewards in helping millions of people who have reached out to them just to get on track. I hope this helps you all. Important because without this self discovery, there is no way of healing ourselves, healing our wounds. And without healing, we can't grow. We basically remain stuck in the same kind of experience of life that we've we've learned from our uh, parents. And I think this is where everyone needs to uh, really understand that we we need to make an effort, a conscious effort, to make some changes in our lives. They might be scary. They might be difficult. We might feel comfortable in what we've learned and how we've been so far. But the beauty and the, the joy and the happiness, it's only starting to unfold after we start this journey of self-discovery, healing and personal growth. I've been through a lot of hardship myself and I've met so many people that have been through hardship. Almost everyone that I know has been through something, if not everyone. So we need to be open and honest and stop faking life, stop mm. imagining and, and, and you know acting like everything is fine. No, it's not. We are all <laughs> scarred. We are all wounded. It doesn't matter who you are, how you're named, you know, your religion, your nationality, nothing. All of these labels mean nothing. Mm -hmm. That's our human nature. It's in us, in all, it's inside ourselves. So we, we need to take action. It's our responsibility to actually change our lives, transform our lives, and stop that trauma to be transmitted to the next generations. Right, right. I truly believe that as well. So what is one major, major tip that you would like our listeners to know when it comes to dealing with toxic family? Right. I feel that the beginning, the, the first step would be to take time for self-reflection. If you are not, you know, creating that space for yourself to be in that solitude, to just think about things, just explore them like an observer of your life. Like it's not you, that person that is going through all of this, creating a bit of distance, a bit of space. So you can see your body and mind going through experiences, through life, through circumstances, and just look like you would look from the outside, like you would see a, a, a movie on the screen or a big picture from somewhere. And after you've gone through your self-reflection and you've managed to reach some understanding, some insights, maybe, you know, some realizations, then go and talk to someone. Verify what you just found and see how they are perceived from other people's eyes. It's important to really, you know, get in touch with someone, to not suffer in isolation because... Many people are trapped in their own inner experience and they don't want to get out of it. They think that's how life is, how everyone is experiencing life. No, that's a lie. That's a myth. And this stigma that we still carry with us for so many, you know, two and a half million years of human evolution. And we are still 
st- feeling stigmatized to talk about our own experience like it's like it's only ours no it's not it's everyone's we need to be united in this experience and just share it because the more we share it the more we understand that we are not alone in this exactly. and this is something that we all go through and if it's just a conflict you know because we started from the the toxicity in the family okay if it's just a conflict and it's not a toxic situation that has been continuously poisoning us day in day out it's just a little conflict take it as a challenge in in that kind of relationship whether it's a child parent spouses boyfriend girlfriend you know workmates friends it doesn't matter take it as a challenge as an opportunity for you to really improve your communication to talk things through to understand other people's position to if you can't make it if you can't reach a you know mutually satisfactory sort of outcome just get mediation get someone else that know you both and and start talking maybe see how the other person is bringing a new perspective to what's going on between you and of course if you can't still make it the best tip i could give because obviously maybe i'm a bit biased but maybe i'm not you know, get for external support, get someone that is qualified and has spent, you know, loads of years studying how the mind works, studying human relationships and so on, and let them help you overcome Mm -hmm. any kind of challenges that you go through in life because you can really transform your life. You can really tap into joy and happiness and inner peace. And that's the real life that you have been born to live. Not this conflict, not this toxicity. Right. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. as you are a psycho uh psych oh my gosh why my words are not coming out right today hold on one second stop it <laughs> okay good so why have while you are a psychiatrist and a therapist how can our listeners get to you Right. Um, You can contact me on my website uh, and from there you can get all the links to everywhere. My website is my name, nicoletaporojanu.com. And from there you can uh, maybe find me on social media, find a bit more about my podcast. You can find it um, audio on Apple Podcasts. It's open to happiness. You can also check it on my YouTube channel, my name, Nicoletta Porojano, and so on. There are many ways of, of finding things uh, about me, and I'm involved in all sorts of projects. I also founded a mental health charity in England and Wales, and I'm the chair of trustees. So you can find me at thesignificantyou.org if you want to maybe support our causes, join our mental health campaigns, and so on. So I'm easy to, to, to be reached. My name is kind of uh, unique. I haven't found anyone with this name. Um, so yeah, nicoletaporosano.com. Okay, make sure you guys check it out. I also have a link to her website on the description. So when you guys pop on in there, you can just click it and it'll go directly to her website. Is there anything else you would like to share with us, Miss Nicoletta? Yes, I'd like to encourage everyone to just give yourself the best gift you can give yourself in this life. Start that journey within. Start knowing yourself, your real self. Reconnect with with that real identity that you have inside beyond all of this body, mind, program mind, all of these labels that have been placed on you. And then clarify your true needs, your true wants, your true wishes. Find your real direction in life. Stop following the crowds Mm. and just go for your dreams. And, And most importantly, just open to happiness. Learn to live your life from a piece of joy and happiness each second of, of each day. Stop 
suffering in isolation, embrace life fully and make the best of it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You did that one very nice. I love it. Well, guys, I thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Miss Nicoletta, for visiting us this season. I truly appreciate you. Um, We are going to go ahead and close out now. Guys, this has been the karma of it all, an extension of complex intuition where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through karmic, toxic, and traumatic situations and relationships. Tune in next week for the next episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Okay, guys, so I've been sitting here scrolling and scrolling through the podcast feed, and I finally find me an episode that I think will be great, you know, let's get right to it. I have a couple of minutes, I want to waste a couple of time, but then I click on it and find out that it's like an hour and a half long, I do not have that much time, okay, a couple of minutes, okay, so if you're anything like me, I went on ahead and headed over to Jams, that's right, jams if you're interested in only like three to five minutes and straight to the point information that is the place to be hit the jam button below and connect join and follow me at the karma of it all see you over there deuces